0: Moment 3 Media.
1: This is the Book Publicist Podcast, powered by Local PR Toolkit. I'm your host Jason Jones, and I'm a longtime book publicist and agent. We're going to talk to publicists, media, publishers, and authors and give you a peek behind the curtain into the world of book marketing and publicity. So, my marketing and publicity starved author friends, let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Book Publicist Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Jones, and I am joined today by David Wilkinson. Podcast,
2: extraordinaire. <laughs> I you. you were expecting esquire. You were expecting a compliment of some sort. I was, and you just said David Wilkinson. <laughs> spoiled you. Yeah, you have spoiled me. <laughs> I was, I was just going to be sitting there going, I no know, esquire, I no, no extraordinaire. No nothing. No be spectacled, no bearded. This is how bad it's become.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Late in the podcast season, you've revealed your true colors to Uh, me. I know who you are. All those things I said about you, uh, I'm no longer sure about. It's fine. I'm not even hurt. So for anybody who's listening today for the first time, this is a show where we give our listeners access to publicists, publishers, authors, and media, folks on the other side of the curtain, if you will. So many of our listeners are self-published authors who don't know anyone that works at a major publishing house or at a big PR agency. They haven't been able to reach out and and, and have a conversation with anybody in the media. They're just getting started. They want to learn how to do some PR and marketing for themselves, and that's why this podcast exists. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, today... um, Ooh, can I say it?
2: Yeah. Because this one was kind of fun. So, well, you can say your guest name. Your guest is Carmen LeBurge. So, what I thought was kind of cool is you guys pulled the old switcheroo. So, we've had Carmen on before. You interviewed her, right? So, in this episode, guess what? Carmen is interviewing you. (laughs) You know what? It's tougher then okay you think it is see that's what i'm saying i've sat in the guest seat yeah it's no picnic, my friend. Yeah.
1: No, it's been a long, long time since I've done that. I, actually, in, in college and just after, uh, you know, many years ago, I, I did some radio and, um, you know, did some when I was working in baseball. I did some on-the-field work and some things. Um, you know, it's it's not as easy as the good ones make it look like it is.
2: It's not so easy sitting in the other chair, is it, yeah, my friend? Yeah,
1: yeah. But she was good to me. She went easy on me. She's a sweetheart. She's really, really, really sharp. One of the best radio hosts out there, as we mentioned in the previous episode. Carmen was educated at
2: Princeton. That's right. I agree. Mm, I care. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. Our listeners will soon, if they haven't already figured. That is one of my favorite voices.
2: That's your only voice. (laughs) (laughs) My
1: my family hates that voice. They're so sick of that voice. Um, So Carmen is the host of Mornings with Carmen uh, on the the Faith Radio Network. She's heard all across the Midwest uh, and elsewhere. via podcasts and all sorts of other uh, platforms. So we pulled the switcheroo this time. Carmen interviewed me. So hope you guys enjoy.
0: Okay, I'm Carmen Laburge. I'm a talk show radio host, and my guest today is publicist Jason Jones. Welcome. Thank you. So we're doing this as a little bit of a role reversal Mm -hmm. because... um, I don't know if you thought this would be fun, but I thought it would be fun for <laughs> the roles to be reversed mm-hmm. and for you to have an opportunity to talk with um, authors, mm-hmm. those maybe who are self-published mm-hmm. and who are going to be their own publicists, mm-hmm. and then I would ask you some questions as a publicist.
1: You you grill people professionally, so you thought it would be nice to put me grill, in the hot seat.
0: Grill, it's nice. Do you tell your clients that they're going to be grilled <laughs> on the radio? Because that is not the way we perceive it.
1: Not by you.
0: Not by me. Not yeah. me. Okay, so um, Jason, uh, first of all, where would people um, where would people find a how would people find a publicist if they wanted one?
1: You know what? I think um, most people, honestly, I, at least the way they've come to me, is, is by referral. Um, Friends, author friends, um, you know they their 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 publisher has recommended them. Um, if you are just out there um, in the wilderness and you don't know anybody in the industry and you've never published a book before, I you know I guess you're probably just going to hop on on the old laptop Googler. and Google, you know, and uh, but you know the, the thing about that is, and this is part of the reason that we've created this this toolkit, um, I, I've gotten so many phone calls and emails in the last few years from self-published folks who have been turned on to a publicist or read about a publicist you know uh, online they've spent thousands of dollars with this person they never saw them they didn't hear from them much or at least it's not as much as they wanted to they didn't know what they were doing do they really understand my message how much are they working you know um and so i think there's been a certain level of frustration there um you know and, and they want to know that the person that is serving as their publicist knows understands their message is passionate about their message is really doing the work putting in the hours sending the emails making the phone calls and the only person that they know is going to do that is themselves right Um, but they haven't been able to find anybody to teach them to do what they need to do you know and because it's
0: a giant secret
1: what do publicists do that's a giant there's a secret handshake
0: well i don't want to know the handshake i want to know like the you know the recipe what goes in the publicist pot what are you stirring up over there
1: Um, you know, I have been able to do what I do fairly successfully, I think, because I've stayed in my lane, I work on a certain type of book, I work with a certain type of media, I've spent a lot of time developing relationships with people that I hope feel they can trust me, and, um, and I think that's, that's the biggest piece of this thing, and I think for most of our authors, our authors listening, um, they're probably also going to write on a particular topic or in a particular lane, whether it's you know romance or YA or whatever it is. You got to put in the time to develop these relationships. It's not going to happen overnight, and you have to know that. And if you're waiting until you're a month out from releasing your book to start doing that, then you've waited way too long. Um, maybe you can start. You should still start, and this will be something that um, will will benefit you on your second or third or fourth book. But it's it's a marathon. And I think, speaking of Marathon, I think I just crossed over the two-minute answer limit that you gave me in our <laughs> previous episode where we talked. I don't,
0: I don't know that I don't know that in <laughs> podcast, the length of an answer I'm is as critical. Breaking your rules in we're mine. not Well, it's not like people are tuning. I mean, live radio is different than a podcast. We didn't talk about this last time, but yeah. um, maybe we should have. Like, in terms of media conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, live radio i have to reset my show because people are in and out of the car mm-hmm. right they're actually like mm-hmm. literally tuning in and out yeah. podcasts are not like that people are in for the in for the long haul well so, now i ahead.
1: did in very intentionally i'm trying to keep this podcast at 20 minutes or so because i think that that is about the amount of time when you hop in your car Whether you're going to get gas or run into the grocery store or wherever, you got about 20 minutes in the car. you live
0: much closer to town than I do. Well,
1: that's. (laughs) (laughs) I wish maybe I lived a little further from town where you do. Um, But, you know, yeah, I I get it. Okay. That's fine. Okay.
0: So, um, if someone is is thinking about hiring a publicist, Mm -hmm. um, you said, you know, you're really good at staying in your lane. Mm -hmm. And so, how would you go about finding a publicist that's in your lane? Like, that is really an. I mean, I would want you because you're in my lane. Like I see you at things. We know some of the same people. And so it would make sense to me to have mm-hmm. a publicist like Jason Jones. But if I had written a book on, I don't know, creative hairstyles for cats, you might not be my guy. So where does the person that wrote the book on the creative hairstyles for cats and you know, how to, I don't know how to put a bow in their hair. Like where do they find their publicist? They don't No, That's can't possibly be true. <laughs> No, you
1: know I, the only thing I can think to say, um, you know, is maybe you or you're reverse engineering this thing a little bit, right? You figure out, okay, what media outlets would I like to be in? What mm. media outlets have covered this type of thing before? I go to those outlets and I say, hey, you know, um, I'm 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 looking for uh, some help here. You know, who, who are the folks that you work with? Who do you recommend? You know, uh, and, and if you get them on the phone, go ahead and talk to them yourself. But um, you know, if if you're looking for someone. Um, to uh, to help spread your message far and wide, it's it, it's it's tough because you do want to get as best you can some you know recommendations and and and, and reviews and, and check in on people and and see as best you're able what kind of work they do what kind of reputation they have because you know there are a lot of folks in our business who um, you know don't do. Um, Maybe is it the same quality work that, that other folks do. And, and once you've written that check and, you know, you, you, you just don't, you don't know um, what they're doing, you can't keep tabs. The only results you have to really measure the job they're doing is how many bookings you've gotten. And um, so it, it's tough. All right, so but, you know, I'm
0: going to be my best advocate. But that's why right?
1: we're teaching them to be their own publicist that's so they don't have exactly to find one. exactly right. right. I mean, that's so the whole point. So if I've
0: really written in a unique space, mm-hmm. and um, but I'm very passionate about my content, my subject matter area, mm-hmm. I know my story. Um, and so I am willing to invest the time in being my own publicist. Mm-hmm. How much time should I be expecting to invest in in working as my own publicist? Because I think you have to think about it that way, right? Like. hmm So how much time should I think about investing as my own publicist?
1: A lot of time. I can't put a a, a specific number. I can't attach a specific number to it. But I mean, there's, there's the commitment every day of reading and watching and listening to the outlets that you hope to be on. You know to be familiar with what types of stuff they're covering you know that's that's a big part of it you've got to uh, become you a know,
0: student of where you want to be yeah, heard yeah ab- yeah
1: absolutely that's and, good. and 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 um you know you need to be a subject matter expert as you you mentioned um know your own your own content and um you know so it, it's it's a daily thing this is not some kind of a job you're gonna you know you're gonna spend several hours putting together a press kit you're gonna spend oh what's of gonna hours be in my press kit Generally speaking, there are some certain kind of is standard it like in a elements. Just
0: like go in a folder. No, 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 no. no?
1: Dig- digitally. Okay, you so d- I'm getting this, this is an email. A
0: press kit is now an e- is now an email thing. Is it yeah. like the thing that you email me? Uh, yeah. Is that a press kit?
1: In, in my mind, it is. And, and 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 the elements in my press kit are the things that I, you know. After a lot of conversations with radio and TV producers and friends, you know, they've told me, hey, here are the specific things we're looking for. I want to know who this person is. What it, what it is that they're they're claiming to be an expert on? What are their credentials? You know, why should I believe that they're an expert on this on this topic? What are a few potential or key conversations we could have? Why is it relevant to what's happening today? Those things. I get a short blurb about the book, but it's not ever really about the book. The book just credentials them as a subject matter expert, more or less, as you said. Your show's headlines driven, and and a lot are. Um, so those are the things. I mean, y- you've you've really got to um, convince a show host that you have something. To say, to talk about that will be of benefit to their audience, and uh, their audience trusts them to deliver that content every day. So why should they they trust you with the ears of their their, or the eyes of their audience? Well, it's about those credentials, you know, a particular life experience or work experience or education that you might have. And so it's really for me, it's more about who is this person? Why should you trust them? You know, what is their story? you know, why is it unique and relevant? It's, it's, it, there's less about the book because the book is never the story. So I, I would encourage people I, to not lead with the book, you know, um, because the, the show host doesn't care about your book. They'll tell you, and I've heard it a thousand times, you know, it's not my job to sell your book. You know, what do you have to say that's of, of you know, uh, importance to my audience? So that's, for me, that's what's in a press kit. You know, headshot's nice, book cover image is nice. But really I try to lead with those things and put them up front, keep them bullet pointed and short. You know, nobody wants a seven-page press kit. Generally, you're looking okay, at a two-pager so tops. Can
0: I tell you something I super duper really want? Yes. So, I want to be able to download an image of the book cover mm-hmm. without having to go find it on the internet.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: I get super duper frustrated, okay. especially because most of the ones that are available on the internet are not of a high enough resolution mm-hmm. that my Twitter and Facebook feeds will pick them up mm-hmm. when I put it on my website. Mm. Okay. And so, if you want people to like right, see the picture. Mm-hmm. The only way they're going to see the picture is if I have enough high, a high enough resolution. This has to be yeah. super high res, but it's got to be you know, the one that I can use. Mm-hmm. What what is that? It's, it's higher than two hundred by two hundred. It's not big, but it's big. <laughs> it's got to be big enough.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so there the, you go. The, I need
0: that. I need a little a little link to one that I can
1: get. It's great insight. Yeah. Well, and but the thing I'm is, we're here to help. Well. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm supposed to be interviewing you. I'm doing a, I'm really not doing a very good no, job. No, you're doing a
1: great job. So um, a lot of hosts and producers don't like to get attachments, too, from people they don't know. So that's, you know, that's a part of this thing, too. You it, it For me, really, as best I can, I like to send an email that says, hey, here's who I am. Here's what I want to talk about. If you would like more information, I'm glad to send it. But if I send you an email as a stranger with several attachments or with, you know. Uh, Even if it's an it, image? It may end really? up in your spam folder. Really? Um, okay, so that's so, interesting. No, yeah. that's
0: good. Well, maybe it could say I have uh, a a downloadable high res image of my book cover that I'm happy to send in Mm -hmm. our follow up in in our follow up email.
1: Do you prefer a 3D image or just a flat image of a book cover? Does it matter?
0: Well, I I kind of like it if it, you know, if the author is holding it like, right, then Mm. that's even super nice because then they see the person we're talking to and, you know, right. Or, Hmm. yeah, something that, you know, is slightly more interesting to look at than what I can download off Amazon.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. Good to know.
0: Okay. So, um, uh, I have a book. I am excited about it. I know my lane. (laughs) I have... This
1: makes me so nervous. I have researched the outlets that Uh I
0: think would be a good fit for me. Uh I have sent an initial email with my press kit. Okay. um, And I, I have crickets. Okay. So, how... How um, persistent should I be? Mm,
1: this is the big question.
0: Right? How yeah. many emails do you send before you just give up mm. on that particular route?
1: Yeah. No, that's 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 a question that I wanted to get into with a couple of our other uh, guests and, and some of these other episodes. And I, I'd love to talk it over with you, really mine in, into this, dig into this, because... Uh, you definitely don't need to send an email every day. You know, maybe not even once a week. The thing is, like you said, you've got this stack of books and this stack of emails and you can't always get through it, you know? It's not that you're ignoring this person. It's not that you wouldn't find their story interesting. You just can't quite get to it. Be persistent. I tell people, be persistent but polite. Persistent but professional. You know, show show them some grace be patient you know it's not a lot of times again that they're not interested it's just the timing's not right the news cycle is not such right now that your book is relevant or your message is relevant so maybe i've opened it i find it interesting i'm setting it aside i'll get back to you later um but i think a a follow-up an occasional follow-up every you know 10 days or so is probably about right that's the way i try to do it you know um Again, if you have a relationship, you're going to get a lot more grace there, Um, but you definitely can't email somebody every day, you know, hey, 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 why aren't you responding to my email? Um, That's going to get you, you know, put into the junk folder. Yeah, so there's a high
0: value in any kind of relational connection you might have. So if you can find somebody that could introduce you in your email to the person, you have a whole lot better chance of uh, getting a response, even Mm -hmm. if it's a gracious no. Um, which, you know, we have to give a lot of gracious no's. We just can't, we just can't say yes to mm-hmm, everybody. Right. Um, uh, so, But getting no response can be really, really frustrating. Yeah. And I recognize that. Yeah. Um, I am learning that with younger individuals, um, they don't even open the first email ever. Ever. Mm. So they wait for the second email to see if you're even serious about what you're pitching. Hmm. So I think people should know that. Like your first email may not have even been opened. Yeah. And so be sure you send the second one. Um, And then also social media can be really helpful here um, because your email could say, hey, I saw on Twitter that you were at the NRB. So you may have missed my email that I sent because you were out of town doing this other really important thing where I saw you were with really, you know, right? Like, go ahead and acknowledge that you are paying attention to where they've been. Or you listen to their show, and so you know they, they've been on a mission trip to, you know, wherever. Mm-hmm. And so you can say that, hey, I, I, I was listening to your show, and I realized that you were in Malawi, so maybe you missed my email. Let me send it again. And, and hey, here's the news story that I think is a really good hook for it. Maybe you've got an avail next week. The other thing that I would say, and again, I've taken over your your this, this, podcast. This was the mm. idea.
1: This was the podcast takeover. This is um, th-
0: if you can be available on mm-hmm. short notice, mm-hmm. and you tell me that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I periodically, you know, have guests that I hear from at eight or eight or nine o'clock at night, and I need someone at six ten in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm. Great point. If I actually
0: yeah. know that you would be up and at them and ready to go at six ten AM on mm-hmm. short notice, you have a pretty good chance of making it onto the show at some point.
1: That's a great point. And one of the things that we tell authors um, as we counsel and train them is to you have to be available and you have to have go so far, even in the ebook I talk about uh you know if, if you, where if do you, I find the ebook well the ebook will be available on our website localprtoolkit.com, and local, on Amazon
0: local PR toolkit
1: localprtoolkit.com. right so one of the things that we tell people in the ebook if you're gonna pitch yourself to media you need to go ahead and have a plan in place if the TV folks the local TV station call me and they want me in, in the morning what am I gonna do with the kids? You know, do I have a sick day at work that I can take? Do I have, so you got to think through all these things and, and build some flexibility in your calendar so that you can be there when they want you there because you're probably not going to get a second chance. So yes, absolutely. And That's a great point.
0: they may cancel you at the mm-hmm. last second. Mm-hmm. That happens. And and that's news driven, Mm -hmm. and people need to know that, and that is painful.
1: And you have to be gracious about it. Yeah, you do. Because they know they know that they they have inconvenienced you, and they're really You know, genuinely, you're sorry. sorry. But
0: they don't control the news cycle. No,
1: no, they don't. And and you know, I had actually had an author. God, God rest her soul, Rachel Halevins, several years ago. I was uh, sent Rachel to uh, New York to do some interviews, um, Today Show, all sorts of stuff, and a a blizzard hit. You may remember this, um, and everything was canceled the city was shut down and rachel and her husband dan were basically in a hotel room in new york that the publisher was was paying for thankfully for them for several days it happens you know um so yes you got to be gracious and it is what it is you know you 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 continue to reach out um and and it's a matter of timing persistent but patient persistent but professional polite uh, and, and yes let them know you're available that's a great great point um Yeah, I love that. You're smart. Um, Did you go to to Princeton or something? (laughs) So you
0: probably (laughs) have already talked about this, Jason. Um, You did
1: go to Princeton, by the way. I did, for
0: graduate school. That's a long time ago, though. Um, So you probably have talked about um, being prepared to be on a show via your cell phone or via Skype or via Mm -hmm. some other... Um, connectivity. You've probably talked about having a good microphone mm-hmm. that you can plug into your phone, mm-hmm. um, or because um, we connect with a lot of our guests over the audio portion of Skype, because it's better than the cell phone. Um, and most people don't have a microphone. But if you go ahead and invest in a microphone that you can plug into your phone, mm-hmm. then you are gonna have studio quality um, capabilities wherever you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Big plus. Yeah. Big plus. Yeah, I've got these great little $100 lav mics that you know plug right into my iPhone. Um, and that's another great point. Um, it Gives you a, a leg up. Gives you. You should you tell know? them,
0: and you should tell them that I'm prepared to connect on the audio portion of Skype. Here's mm-hmm. my Skype information, um, or I'm prepared. I have a you know quality microphone for my mm-hmm. you know right. I, I just think that if you tell people that, they know you're serious.
1: Ab- yeah. They Ab- know that's you're serious. They know it. you're
0: prepared. Mm-hmm. They know that it's going to be quality sound. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a major concern for live radio broadcast. That it's not going to yeah. be a quality sound on the other end.
1: hmm No, that's another great point. So. That's, no. Um, do you have any, not that you are got a buck to make here, but, I mean, any particular mics that you... Rec- what are we using here? What do you I recommend? I have no a, idea. Yeah?
0: I am not a technology person. Yeah. I'm embarrassed to it's admit. okay. You
1: know how to use it, right? I mean, you just not... I
0: do. I do. But I'm you're not... You're not a
1: technology te- nerd.
0: I'm not. I'm not.
1: Yeah. I'm not either. Um, I wish I was. I wish I knew more. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm learning. This is great. I, I really... Gosh, um, this is gold. You're, you're full of great information. Let's, t- tell me more. No, dude, we're out of time. To, you have it's to, it's, it is. half minutes. Yeah.
0: it's like time to go. Okay. All right. I don't know. Do you have like a ditty that you do at the end?
1: Generally, we do a one minute kind of takeaway in each episode. You should do it. Um. Yeah. So.
0: Because <laughs> you're the guest. You're the right, guest on right, this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jason, I was ready what's to ask one, you, for it, but no, you no, already So, Jason, one. what's the one-minute takeaway?
1: Oh, gosh. The one-minute takeaway, uh, I think, is uh, to be prepared. Um, you know, be available, be prepared, uh, be persistent, polite. There's a lot of – I should do a book, like it's the, five Ps the five Ps of – yeah.
0: self. Promotion? No, we're not calling it. Self-promotion. It's not self promotion. You said that <laughs> earlier. <laughs> so what are we calling? You're
1: contradicting yourself. It's the um, self publicizing. is not self publicizing. What? Yeah. Um, no, just be patient. You know, this is um, it's hard. What we do. It's going to require a lot of patience, but if you're in it for the long haul, if you really love and believe in what you've written, you believe, especially if you're a Christian or have written a Christian book, and you feel like this is something that God has called you to do, then you're not in it to make a buck, right? And you, and no matter how long it takes, no matter what you got to do, you stick with it, and you just, you, you walk it out. You do what you feel like you got to do. So, um, you know, these these news, um, these, these radio hosts and TV producers and folks, they are uh, beholden to the news cycle. They'll do their best. Um, but... You know we're all kind of at the mercy of of what the culture is is deciding. We we're going to talk about. Um, so just be patient um, and 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 put together thorough helpful materials uh, and be available. It's it's the same principles that we were talking about everywhere else, but it's really really important. So um, thank you. Yeah, so much thank you for doing this. Um, coffee is on me next time. Lunch. Let's do lunch. I don't want to do just coffee. Let's do lunch.
0: Well, then I don't think we should go to the
1: frothy monkey and that's not or? like a good lunch place maybe but frothy if i lunch. mention them enough they'll they'll throw some sponsorship dollars this way
0: we totally love the frothy monkey <laughs> i do love I frothy know. monkey i do that cuban Goodness that gracious. Cuban coffee thing they have it's, it's called the havana yeah people should get that that's like lunch where is it at no it's called the havana you no, get no, it no. at the frothy monkey
1: at the frothy monkey
0: it's the name of the beverage
1: the frothy monkey beverage at the frothy monkey no, it's coffee called
0: Hubs? havana the drink the beverage is called it's a kind of coffee
1: they have So you're saying they have frothy monkey coffee shops in Havana?
0: Oh, my God. This is not an advertisement for Cuba or the Castro administration.
1: But it is an advertisement for the frothy monkey. It
0: is, which is silly because I don't think they're giving us free coffee, but they should. Should.
1: Thank you, Carmen. Thanks, Jason. (laughs) She is a goldmine. She's so honest, she gets right to the point. And she said several things there that were really really helpful a couple in particular stood out to me first she said to know exactly how long the talking time or the interview segment is going to be before you go on a show and how much of it belongs to you the host wants to talk too so don't give two or three minute answers if you want to be invited back and that goes back to what you hear us say almost every episode know the show be prepared We break a lot of these points down in our ebook, Landing Local Media, and also in our local PR toolkit resources, what to prepare for, how to prepare for interviews. And here's a killer point she made. Know your own content. And that may sound obvious, but be prepared to talk about the content beyond what you write in your publicity sheet. If you're an expert, your depth of knowledge should extend well beyond a few prepared talking points. So, does it? Another thing. Invest some time going to places where you can actually meet members of the media, events you know they'll be attending, from lunches to local civic events that might be in the news. And follow them on social media, participate in conversations, even send them an encouraging note about a piece they've done. Who doesn't like to receive an encouraging note? So, soundbites, wisdom like that are invaluable, and they're the kind of thing that we as publicists know and hear all the time. But it's not the kind of thing that you our authors, friends, and listeners are privy to. That's why this podcast exists, and it's why we built the Local PR Toolkit, a -a one-of-a-kind suite of tools and resources that train you to be the publicist you've always wanted and needed. Find us online at localprtoolkit.com. For more information, follow on Facebook and Instagram. And until next time, remember, the search is over. The publicist
2: is you. The Book Publicist Podcast is part of the Mana 3 Media Network. It is hosted by publicist Jason Jones and is produced and edited by me, David Wilkinson. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe to the Book Publicist Podcasts wherever podcasts are downloaded. And be sure to check out our episode show notes. Special thanks to Carmen LeBurge for once again being on the podcast. Be sure to go to localprtoolkit.com to get started right now on becoming your own publicist. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can check out more podcasts by Mana 3 Media, including my own, Dad Matters, on Instagram at Mana 3 Media. That's M-A-N-A, the number three media. New episodes of the Book Publicist podcast drop bi-weekly every other Wednesday. So join us again in two weeks.